I'm here. I can't believe I'm back. Just like that, you appeared, man. It was amazing. Amazing. All of a sudden, I can't believe it. I'm I'm so glad you were here. I've just spent three days on my own with no wittiness. Ah, don't be saying that. I'm sure there was lots of witty people. Interjections and no conflict. (laughs) I could imagine how you'd miss that in China, for sure. I know you were missed. All conflict with you now. Okay. Yeah. So, um... So how are you? I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I missed. I missed being there. At oh, Islanders, we missed I you there. Say. Definitely. You were Not sure what could I do. Missed and needs mentioned. must and all that jazz. That's it. That's <clears> it. That's such is life. But um, yeah, it's been a great three days. Um, we got some good chats and interviews from yeah. people. I listened to the previous two episodes. Were great. Thanks, I don't man. think you need me at all, Paul. Well, this I is, think this could this just be a Paul. To tell you, and you so. could talk all the time. No interruptions oh like this. God, it'd be so boring. I mean, you talk to other people, but it'd be your podcast. No, I prefer listening to your naughty voice. I have my own podcast. Oh, is this what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> no, I would have never do that. Paul. Never do that. Never do that. Good. Imagine that. Imagine that. The Dave Paul, uh, the Dave podcast, and the Paul podcast yeah. up against each other. The raw podcast with Dave. The Raw Podcast with Paul. Oh, doesn't sound the same. No. It's like Ant Without Deck. It might be it's a thing, like actually. Turner Without Hooch. Yeah. You know? True. Salt Without Pepper. <laughs> I love it, yeah. Was there not, was there not a band, <clears throat> Salt and Pepper? It'd be like... Salt and Pepper. Take That Without Robbie. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened. Tango Without Cash. Nice one. It'd be like... Slash Without Axel. That that also happened for quite a long no, time. No, it's back now and it's better again. Okay. Anyway, that's all we can get. That's all uh, we can get. Yeah. We'll think more along the way and we'll yeah, just yeah, randomly yeah. say them. But anyway, yeah. So it was good. You enjoyed it. It was the great. podcasts were great, Paul. You did a great job interviewing everybody. But you've got more. Oh, you. I've got more. They're well, going to be here. People would have heard on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, they would have heard them already. Yeah, I'm going to. Oh, put I'm this at, at the end. end. This is a little bonus. Is, this is at the end of all. This is a bonus segment. This is for the diehard. Podcast who actually get who actually end. stay and listen to all the best bits at the end. Yeah, yeah. the best DVD extras at the end when you're on it, you know. So yeah, it was great. It was nice to walk around and just talk to people. People were really, you know, friendly and cooperative and uh, gave me <clears throat> a minute of their time or two or eight. You know, some people ran away, but I I can run fast, so I caught them. Yeah, good. And they gave me those. Good. Yeah. Nice. So uh, you know, from day one, we did the. Uh, the photo walk. Yeah, how'd that go? was good. It was just kind of literally a walk. And with photos. With some photos. And mostly, right. when are we going to the pub? Right. Um, we went for coffee. And then we went to the pub afterwards. And then I had to go home. And then day two, um, I uh, was up early, down to Kilkenny. And it started off with... Um, with... Um, Pather... I... I'm, you know what? I'm I'm really bad with name with pronunciation and names, so I won't even try. But he was very good, uh, Eric. And oh, Eric that was Savo. the first speaker. Yes, that was the first speaker. Then Eric Savo, friend of the pod, as I like to call him, yeah, um, was on and he nailed it. Nailed it. He he talked a lot about you know 
image rights and vendors and uh, stuff like that. People who were there will, will have seen Pay it. Me. It was brilliant. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then just like it just kept going really great from there. Like all the speakers that we had seen were excellent. I, like I went around tonight looking for pros and cons and most people could only really give me cons or pros. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You really meant you really did did mean prose there. Didn't yeah, you? I did actually mean prose, but I don't know why it was. I mean, I, what I meant to say was n- no one could really give, would give me give you any prose. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have you back. So um, yeah, I'm what what so nobody. You see, so if what I was on my pros? own, with the pros? I would have edited that out, but now I can't because oh, we made a laugh. And there's it. no point in me even saying what were the pros because everybody's heard them now at this point. You've probably included them yes. in this first bit of the podcast. Yes. Uh, but just tell me. A well, couple, yeah. good, well, the best bits, what were people's best bits? Best bits, people, like, I guess people had individuals that they were really impressed by, Ross Harvey, who was on last, because I suppose, because that was fresh in people's minds. Aye, that's you not, know, that's an unfair advantage. That's kind of unfair. But he, in he should have went on Ross first. Harvey, he was excellent, he was superb, um, and his, his whole presentation just basically on, I guess, the psychology of the job and and how you you know you interact with your clients and how you work on the day and stuff really you know resonated and people really seemed to enjoy it and then we had awakened dreaming who were on before that and they just talked about how to you know try and stay on top of your you know your your levels your game and and keep yourself you know uh you know practicing especially the areas that you found yourself lacking in you know there's always something good out there to look for and they explained how they impressively went about um taking that shot on the surfboard oh yeah how much basically went into that mm. it's you know yeah yeah a lot of yeah it's from, a good story from their perspective um and um that was really good and they did really well and then michael from story vive was on and he was excellent michael uh, talked about a little bit about branding and stuff like that as well customer experience from start to finish that was excellent um and then like there was other people a lot of people were very impressed with cinematic tide and just their whole approach and their whole positivity Mm -hmm. they were on first this morning and paul mcginty brought something else to the table as well um more of a business approach on how to basically build your business and and do it right i guess from his perspective and more of a sales driven approach rather than you know just a hey, I'm a photographer and I want to make as much money as I can um, or book as many weddings as I can to, to make a living, you know. It was about, you know, maximizing your, your business, maximizing your sales, which was very, very interesting. I think a lot of people really liked it. And, um, yeah, so, like, there was there was other speakers. Um, I won't go through them all individually because, I mean, there's bits and pieces that will be on the pod anyway. Um but it was a really impressive two, three days. And, mm. I, you know, I think one of the big things is is looking back at, at Thomas and Nick and the work they've put in and to accomplish something like that is a real a pat on the back for them. Mm. You know, it's a real like like a well done because it's not an easy feat to no. organize something no, like that. No, it's a huge task, yeah. You know, and... Um, so what you're saying is we couldn't organize our own one, go up against them. I think we could. Yeah. We could. Definitely. We could call it something else. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
the something else workshop. Couldn't it, think of the name. It would have been really good if the we nameless. had something ready there. Huh? Just be a symbol. The nameless podcast. Yeah, like a symbol. Like yeah, what Prince Just because we couldn't think of a name. Yeah. Yeah, that's We great. could just have a picture of an island. It, nameless. Hmm. But, yeah. No, that's I mean, a fair play to them. Like, it is brilliant. And, um... Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine the amount of work that would go into. Did you get a tattoo? This is, everybody had tattoos. I had one on my head last night. I seen the one on your Instagram stories. Yeah. What does it say on it? It says, Islanders live, love. Islanders love, love what? I guess. Everything? Everything. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, really? <laughs> yep. That's all you I can love say, it. man. That's all I can say. Islanders. This way, that way. This way, that way. We love it. Any old way. Any old way. <laughs> Play, dude. <laughs> but, um, Islanders love. Islanders love. Weddings. Um, Cameras. Photography. Yeah. Workshops. Each other. Inspirational talks. Inspirational talks. So Clapping. I, high-fiving. Taking shots. Taking shots of shots. That's my wife, Dee. Hi, Dee. I can't believe D is on the pod again. Oh my god, there she goes, just like that. She's getting dummies. In and out like a flash. <laughs> she already um, has a big dummy. Sorry, Dave. I'm looking around. But, um, um, so yeah. Yeah, no, it sounds it sounds like it was very so good. Very it good. Was, it was. And, um, is there any like uh, are they gonna do it again next year, do you think? Or what's this? Well story? I asked them, I tried to get that out of them. Um, but they wouldn't they wouldn't commit, but you know. Kind of feels like it'd be a shame not to yeah Seems build like on it. And, oh, yeah. Did they say if there was any, if they were ever to do it again, if would they do anything different? Um, yes, and I think that was one of the big things. Have like, you on it on the stage? No, I think Singing. that was the one big yeah maybe with your guitar. Yeah, I but think that was the one big thing that Thomas took from it was that he wanted to get feedback from people to see if they were going to do it again next year. You know. What would they change? What would they improve? How could they, you Did know, they say? fix things and stuff like that? But it, I can, I think, you know... Because we could take notes and do it. Yeah, that's but what we But we could do, do it a week before they do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? See, Pat, this idea. is the thing. This doesn't have to go out. No. This is for us. Yeah. Actually, you know what will happen? Mm. Don't share it because somebody else listening to this podcast, they'll do it, but they'll do it a week before us. And they'll use the symbol thing as well. They'll be, they'll have sound even better probably. And there literally will be conferences on every mm. every week. So there'll be the conf- there'll be the Islanders, and then there'll be our conference just a week before that. Mm-hmm. Then there'll be a, 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 a raw podcast uh, listeners. A raw podcast listeners conference would be great. Wouldn't yeah, it? very small venue. Uh, you know, we five or six know. people. Um, we don't. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. After this weekend, probably not. <laughs> you never know. I, but anyway. Um, yeah, but like, um, where was I? I don't know. know what I was saying. But yeah, it was, it was, so it was great. And oh, you were talking about, is there anything they do differently? Oh, yes. Yes, sorry. Um, so they, they did say, I guess one of the things that came from it for me was that the speakers that were on for 30, 30 minutes, it was a way too short of a time yeah. for, for some people. Yeah. Um, because you were only kind of getting into the presentation and it was almost coming to an end. Right. And you felt like there were, from some people, like Gavin from Dreamcatcher and other people had a bit more to say and a bit right. more to do. And if they had had maybe an hour, 
and it would have been, been oh, it would have been yeah better yeah, or even 40 minutes and tell me this did anybody um did anybody like how did they how did they make sure the people finished up in 30 minutes did they kind of do what they do at the oscars and play a little bit of music start i think building up from the look of it, I was sitting upstairs, so I didn't really see. But I, a lot of the time, I think Thomas had that look in his face. The wrap it up. Yeah, the wrap, the wrap it, up, it up, up kind of arm movement. Yeah. Or um, maybe like a big long broom. Could have came in <laughs> and just, just kind of like, them. Just nudge them yes. a bit. And then just start sweeping up or just turn the house, light, house lights off. You know, things like that. Yeah. Doom, 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 it just, doom, uh, doom, that would have been funny. The elevator music or something. Yeah. Just to tell them. Or they could have had a little, you know, a little stage. The stage just lowers. <laughs> No, just that section of the Actually, stage. that'd be great. What happens is you're on stage and you're standing there, <laughs> I love right? This. But as you're on stage, a timer starts going and the stage, like, you know, lowers down, but it takes 30 minutes for it to go from from proper height all the way to zero. So just even the last five or six minutes, it's just your head just above, <laughs> just poking out above. And if you and, try and book, and honestly, clients, I think they can. If you just try a little bit harder, you might be able to. Hello. Bye. <laughs> Thanks very much for all your time. Brilliant. I would that'd love be, to see that. That'd be, the, that'd be the way to do it. Yeah. You know? And then, obviously, for the speakers who are on for an hour, it takes an hour for the thing to, for it to go down. Oh, I see what you mean. So, everybody, everybody, so the stage everybody is lowering. Down, but it just gets... Huh, huh. My one would have to go slower because I'm a little bit smaller. No, so I know. more of me would go quicker, you know? I'm also thinking the logistics of that are quite difficult. Not the logistics, but the kind of the technical yeah. challenges there of a stage that goes up and down. So really what did you do? You're on a skateboard, right? It's tied <laughs> to a piece of string or a rope. And you start over on the left-hand side and there's somebody on the right-hand side. It's on a little pulley system, right? right? And there's somebody winding it. That's so you start on the left-hand side and you come out. And welcome David McClelland, or welcome Paul Mongan, welcome, you know, Paul McGinty, whoever it is. And just, you just come out really slowly. You can tip your head out to the left if you're coming out the curtain. And <laughs> to get you're coming out, going, hey in. guys, how's it going? How's it going? Yeah, thanks very much for being here. And, you know, in the middle of your speech, you're dead center. Yeah. You know, so for that meat, you're really for the engaged. meat. Mm. You're right in the middle. And then the tail end, you're back over at the other side just, of the stage. <laughs> just tipping your head out. Okay, guys. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> and just as you All get the to best. the end, bye. They and then it's just your hand. They just play the hand. countdown music at the end. Brilliant. See, man, we that's efficiency. We that's efficiency. Yeah. There's a comedy aspect to it, but the message is being put across, and you're well aware. So you're kind of going, "Oh God, I'm halfway. I'm, I'm over in the middle of the stage. I'm halfway through. Just a better speed up." That's a great idea. We should put that to the lads. I think maybe next year they'll probably have the old skateboard on the go piece of rope. Skateboard, skateboard, piece of rope, job done. Brilliant! I love it. I'm a ideas man. Man, you're you're the ideas man in this podcast. (laughs) Well, not not in this this podcast, but just you know, as far as that kind of thing goes. Two days, you know. Yeah, there we go. So come here. It sounds great. It does sound like it it was brilliant. It is, and what I think I'll do actually now that I'm thinking about it, I'm recording this now. I think we'll play. Highlights from it, from now, rather than before this pod. Oh, because I think I've kind of ruined it? No, because I think this is a nice intro to it. Oh, okay. We can decide. I'm at the start. I'm at the start So you're at the start now. I think that you deserve to be at the start. I feel a lot more important. I feel like I'm I'm back on my own podcast again. Yeah. Oh. Rather than being a guest. Which means you're back on your own podcast. Because I haven't been on the last two episodes. You're back on our podcast. On my own. Our own. Yeah. You know, ours. 
Yours mine. It's just like you've, yours is mine. Is mine. Past mine. Two days, uh-huh. you've kind of felt it, and now you're thinking, I need to take the power back. I'm just kind of thinking to myself, no, you know, he's getting doing all the interviews, getting all to meet all the famous people. I'm sitting at home with two babies. Huh? Well, congratulations. We haven't said that in the pod actually. <gasps> Thanks. Congratulations on your two Thanks. new babies. Awesome. That's amazing. Mm, it is amazing. No, it yeah. is absolutely amazing. Is. We're delighted, and they're gorgeous. Yeah. They are gorgeous beautiful. babies. Beautiful. Absolutely. I'm sure. A lot of listeners have seen them on Instagram and everything as well at this point. Yeah, and said, they're not on Instagram very much, but they have their own. They have their own Instagram account, but it's private. Do you, oh, you don't? Okay. No. Well, let's talk about your third baby. Uh, oh, Paul, we're going. <coughs> we're changing the topic here, <coughs> ladies and gentlemen. The Fuji X H One. Are you listening? Oh my god, that's shit. Oh, Have another listen. Do it again. Oh. Well, in Boom. in typical raw podcast fashion, let's talk about cameras. You know, um, you think, man? What, I was thinking I was thinking that if the raw podcast's coming back, there's no point to coming back if there's not a new camera on the scene. <laughs> so you, that's why you bought it, is it? Yeah. Just to keep this podcast going. Somebody's gotta buy equipment. Well, and it's probably gonna be you. It, the only problem is I'm not really buying equipment. I'm kind of like getting rid of other equipment to get this equipment. Hey, well, you're doing it the smart way. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. So I have the new Fuji Film X-H1. And I must say, I really love it. And I think I love it more than I thought I was going to. Yeah. Um, because I was... <clears throat> I was... Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll I, I tell you why I bought this camera. I spent a lot of nights feeding babies, watching YouTube videos of X-H1. My entire oh, YouTube baby, history like, yeah. is just X-H1 reviews right. from every kind of photographer out there. Um, so I just thought, oh, God, yeah, I think I do need this in my life. Mm. You know, I think mm-hmm. I do need it. So, um, yeah, I used it for the first time last week. I have traded in my X-Pro2, my beloved X-Pro2, two, two years, two, n- nearly two years to the day almost, wow. actually. Um, I was old. Ah, oh, it's old. Old tech. Old tech. Old tech. You know. Wasn't focusing properly. It was never uh, really good at focusing It's too small. Anyway. It's too, too small. small. It's uh, too convenient, too quiet, too, too, quiet. too, um, too easy. You need, you need new tech to confuse yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's not, you know, kind of, what's the word? It's not, dis- it's too, too discreet, isn't it? Yeah, it's You can't be too discreet. No. You need to show people you that show, you're a photographer. I am the photographer. Yeah. No, in, in, all, in all seriousness, I was kind of slightly anxious about getting rid of the X-Pro2 because mm. I love it so much. I loved my X-100. I was kind of, you know, really in the long term, not in the long term, but after, you know, using the X-E3 for just mm. maybe three or four weddings. Mm. I don't I don't love it. I don't love it the way I loved my X-100. Mm-hmm. That camera, I loved. Yeah. Same with the X-Pro. I really love the X-Pro. But this X-H1 is um, uh, just a different kind of camera. It's It's bigger but it's not it's not like dslr big really no it's still smaller than your average kind of dslr um but i must say it is a beautiful camera the image stabilization is ridiculous it's probably not even super important for photography but it helps um certainly does help in low light when you're at one one twenty fifth or one sixty of course and you've you can still capture that. Absolutely. You know, you and I suppose even from like wide angle stuff and things like that, you know, shooting those things at one thirtieth where you can't really see the details, yeah. but you can still do them, uh, you know, very well. It's just, it's just a joy to use. And this, the, 
the shutter is incredible. Yeah. It's just so beautiful. Um, autofocus. Autofocus is brilliant. They've definitely made better? them 100%. It's not necessarily that it's quicker than, say, the X-Pro, but what um, where the performance is is in low light autofocusing. So the X-Pro is always, you know, it's quick during the day and stuff. Mm-hmm. Never, I'd never had any complaints, but... I would always kind of slightly have difficulty in really low light environments. And you notice that more during your winter weddings. Yeah. So obviously I'm coming off the back of all those winter weddings. And I definitely, you know, have lots of memories of kind of being in bad lighting scenarios and going, oh God, you know, it's kind of awkward to focus in here. Mm. Whereas this doesn't seem to have any, any real difficulty. It's very, very quick, brilliant in low light, brilliant in low contrast, you know, yeah. objects and things. That is a huge improvement. Um, the viewfinder is brilliant. What I really love about the viewfinder is the fact that it protrudes further towards your face. Yeah. So your face is actually further from your from the back of the camera. And um, do you that think actually, that's good? Oh, it makes a massive with difference. Glasses. Glasses. Yeah, huge difference for glasses. Mm-hmm. So I shot my first wedding last week, and it was the uh, first wedding I've shot in I don't know how long, and I shot it with glasses. Mm. Whereas I've always to put on my contacts for the expert. Right just to get my eye close to that viewfinder. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's brilliant. The, I didn't really use the touchscreen very much, but it has that function. Um, tilt screen, I used that a couple of times, um, but it's probably more of a forgetting that it, it even has it as an option. Yeah, I suppose you have to learn the camera a bit as well. You know? It's kind of like, I remember whenever I had the X-T1 a couple of years ago, or even, well, maybe three or four years ago now, it would have been, and uh, I used to use the tilt screen all the time. And then when I obviously went to the X-Pro, it doesn't have a tilt screen. I kind of mm-hmm. forgot about forgot mm-hmm. even how to you know to use it that much. So it's probably just a habit of getting back into using the touchscreen yeah. for or the tilt screen. But that's great. I also bought a new lens. I was just gonna say, yeah. Over the past, I guess, few years, five years, maybe the trend was to go away from zooms, go to back to go to primes. Yeah, you know, to to I guess I, I guess it was more of a trend than anything. Um, well, I mean, you can see the reasons, yeah. Yeah, and have, use two cameras, have a fifty, a thirty-five, and so on. So you've made a complete turnaround, a brave decision, and you've gone with a zoom lens. It's either brave or really stupid. Well, and I, I can't really quite figure tell. it out yet. I mean, if you don't see it on the blog for a few months, we'll know. You'll know exactly. But what do you think? Uh, so basically, why? I had this. I don't know, Paul. What happened? But I don't know. I don't know what happened. Why I why I thought this? I think to be honest, what I okay, I'll tell you what, what I think maybe happened. I watched a video by a Fuji X photographer called Pale Schultz, and um, it's a video that he made of um, oh, it's a documentary of another photographer. I can't even remember the name of the other photographer actually, but he's another Fuji X photographer. They yeah. went to Nepal together. They made this little documentary for Fuji. Both of them are demonstrating the XH1, so Pale is shooting it all on video, yeah. and the other guy's doing the stills. And Pally Schultz did this entire video using XH1 um, with the new Eterna simulation and also um, the kit mm. 18 to 55 lens. Okay. And he is just like, I, this camera and this lens are just brilliant together. And I was thinking, oh, that's amazing. You do all that with just one lens. And then I kind of thought, yeah, yeah. Because I went through a little phase a while ago of thinking about the 16 to 55. Right. And then I saw it along with the X-Pro and I thought, it's too big, it's too awkward. But I thought along with the X-H1, it might, it might feel a lot better. Some... And it definitely, it feels comfortable. I mean, 
If I look at that lens, that lens is probably about the size of the Canon 35 yeah, 1.4. Definitely. It's about that size. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, so it's not it's not a huge lens. No. It's definitely not and a huge lens. And you get the zoom The only thing is, it kind of, it, yeah, but the zoom isn't internal. It zooms out, but that's not, your, your eyes behind the camera, you can't see it, doesn't matter. That's not a big deal. Um, but um, it's, it's a great lens. It, so <laughs> I set myself the challenge last week of shooting an entire wedding with one body and one lens. Just go to the wedding and just shoot it. You're so brave. And just see what happens. And it was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Got nothing. No, it was it was fine. I was mm. like, this is great. Now, I haven't edited the wedding yet, but okay. I've had a quick look through it. I've Instagrammed and a few shots. Happy? But, um... It's, it's, Do you it's think grand. it gives you some... Like, okay, it takes away maybe a stop of light. Yeah. Like a prime would give you. But do you think... In turn, it's given you something else. Like it's given you. Well, it's definitely given you convenience. Yeah, but it's, but you know sometimes when you're in a situation where you need to go from wide to tight or tight to wide in, in a split second. Yeah. Do you think this is what you're getting? Oh, I'm telling you, it is brilliant. I remember in the morning. It probably hit me more in the morning because it was fresh. Then at mm. that point, I was like, "Oh God, this is mad." Mm. You know, this just feels surreal, kind of shooting with this yeah, it's one be camera and one lens thing. And, um, yeah, I remember several times kind of going, oh, it's great, I can just zoom in. This is so handy. Or I can just zoom out. Yeah. Uh, one of the weird things was, it took. it's quite funny because I remember reviewing my shots at one point going, oh, oh everything's really wide. So I was obviously shooting everything at like 24 mil equivalent. Mm. Uh, whereas I, I don't have a 24 mil lens. It's not my, your style. Either, no, my widest usually unless... Until I get to dance mm-hmm. is 35 millimeter. Mm-hmm. So it was just weird looking back and going, God, everything's at 24 mil. So I had to make a conscious effort to zoom in slightly to get back to that 35 millimeter. Okay. But it was great, yeah, shooting 35, go to 50, Brilliant. you know, and the, 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 it's a, it's a 16 to 55. So you kind of think, oh, is that like the equivalent of 24 to 70? But it's actually like a 24 to 85. Is it? Yeah, because it's one and a half. So 55, I have a 56. 1.4 lens for example and that's an 85 okay. so this is 80 wow. something so that must be great during the likes of speeches yeah I used like it for that. the speeches and everything yeah. and I, I, I was shooting the speeches at I have them on the memory card actually. okay let's have a look let's go have a so look let's see here the ISO rating one of the most fascinating videos or uh, podcasts of all time. So, um, so you, there, 5,000 ISO, 160th. Right, and you've got the image stabilization kicking in then. Yeah, but again, some of these are like the table that was on, the top table was all lit up, so that's like 1,600 ISO. Everything's at 2.8, 160th for okay, all of them. Brilliant. And, uh, what do you say? Sorry about that. So what's that? No, you can zoom in by that. Press that in, I think. Okay. And everything looks just so sharp on the screen. Got it. Oh, I think you can also do that. Now that I think about oh, it. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can pinch. Oh, wow. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, it's sharp, isn't it? That is amazing. It's a really sharp lens. And, um, like, the book is quite nice in it, I yeah. think. Like, it's fine. Oh, no, it's fine. You know, for what, what, what you know, uh, it's like I've want? said to people before, I very much doubt any brides ever look at the pictures and go... And the thing is, you have back those. More you still have those le- couple of those lenses. I still have all my lenses. Yeah. Should you need them? Yeah. So I've know. I've kept all the lenses. But you know what the next thing is that I've been watching oh, videos dear on. Oh God, what? 
and I, I actually had a chat with you about this before, uh, not on the podcast, I don't think. But oh, the more I think about it, the more I think I'd like it. And this, it's is what, a, this is Dave's body. This is my process. life. It starts like this. It's just like... The more I think about it, the more mm-hmm. I want it. The more, yeah. the more I want it, the more I watch YouTube videos. The more I watch YouTube videos, the more I think about it, the more I want it. The yeah. more I get it. And then the more I think about it, what can I get rid of <sighs> that I could trade in? I am contemplating... And it's because I have this lens. I am contemplating getting the 80 millimeter 2.8 macro lens. Right. Because not for the macro, although that would come in handy in its own way. But people say it's the sharpest Fuji lens there is. Right. So I am tapping the table tapping with the with intent. <laughs> Maybe you should keep, yeah, keep doing it because people would really know. They'd understand like, just how intentional I am some, about this lens. lying there listening to this, maybe in bed or in the car going, what is that banging? <laughs> I think I have a pull flat over, tire. Pull over. Um, no, it's, um, people say it's the sharpest Fuji lens there is, mm-hmm. right? It's a, it'd be a, uh, be a hundred and, 80 half, it'd be 120 mil lens. 80 by half is 40. Wow. It'd be like a 135. Carry the one, it. multiply it by two. Yeah. It's 120 mil. Wow. So it'd okay. be 120 mil. Again, 2.8. The lens has image stabilization. Wow. So what happens is the camera uses uh, two of its five axis and the lens uses the other three. Yeah. Or the lens might use two and the camera uses the other three I can't quite remember lens has IS as well lens has IS as well I think the lens uses it for the pitch forward and back so so the so so the end of the lens is really steady you know because it's a long lens Um, but the image quality is incredible Mm, from that lens and I'm thinking I now effectively have an 85 millimeter here with this then you don't so if I really wanted to get that long reach, reach with beautiful creamy bokeh for speeches or whatever it happens, compression, or even beautiful. during during couple shoots, whatever, yeah. I'd have it with that macro lens. But man, you should see some of the images from that macro lens. Just of things like that sitting, you know, from here on a. Oh my god! I think you should get it. It's I incredible. mean, what are we going to talk about in the next podcast? It's about, a, it's about, it's about eight hundred quid, nine hundred quid. Oh. No. Well, maybe, maybe wait for I it. think it actually might be a bit more. Maybe let's wait for a little while. <laughs> anyway, it looks great. So yeah. that's what I got Excellent. my on. Okay. Because, now, because the problem is, if I buy it, I don't want to have that. I don't want to have the 56. Yeah, you, I don't want to have the 50 and the 35 and the, the 14. I don't want to have six lenses in my bloody yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to have like that and two other lenses maybe mm-hmm. or whatever yeah because you might at some point want to pull out a 50 or a 35 1.4 and yeah you know for Just a bit kind of, of be creaminess in the summer where there's a bit of light and exactly you're kind of thinking exactly. oh i want that little bit of extra mm. although you, you may find that after shooting with that lens for you know six ten months weddings or, or six yeah. months and you might go to yourself i don't need this anymore you know yeah. I, I this has given me everything i need yeah so or i mean at the same time i could it'll be interesting the other thing is I could use this for six months ago. You know what? I kind of do miss shooting with the primes because it could happen. Mm. I could go, ah, there's something nice about just having a 35 on there, or, walking around and capturing everything at 35 millimeter. Yeah. Or you could, an X-Pro 3 could be launched in six months and then you'll probably change anyway. That's also true. <laughs> so it's it's all, uh, I don't know. I'm it's a waiting game really to yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but... 
You're like it's like the um the only fools and horses. What's your man's name? Um, it's Del Boy. You're Rodney. The, you're the Del Boy. You're the Del Boy of of cameras. You're just like buying and selling and dealing and you plonker. trading it. You plonker. <laughs> See, I'm not Rodney the reference. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. But you're much better looking than cooler. Oh, thanks, man. That's so nice of you. No problem. <laughs> so that's, um, yeah, so um, uh, that's very interesting. Yeah. And so that's where I'm currently I'm at. I'm dying to hear, like, after a couple of weddings, how you've got it. I was talking to uh, David and Laurie from Awakened Dreaming, and Laurie uh, has started using the XH1. What do you think? She loves it. She did say she loved it. I actually have a bit of recording on that that you'll hear afterwards, but... um. She also, or maybe I didn't record that bit, but anyway, she also said that it had locked up once or twice. Yes. So you want to talk about that? Yes. It has locked up once or twice. There you go. Or 20 times. Really, yeah. I'd say in that first wedding, it probably locked up about 20 times. Okay. And you know when she said it happened, actually, I don't know if you can identify with this, but she said for her, the only time she really shoots fast is when the bride's coming down the aisle and that's when it locked up. Oh, really? So maybe it's when it's on multiple shot well I, I, I've been on a few like kind of little forums and chatted to a few people about it who've got XH1s and um, there's a guy he's a a YouTuber anyway um, <laughs> you said that so sexy you? <laughs> you are he's a YouTuber you no, see he's, those he's, people on a different level he, now. He's I, a, I, I'm in touch with YouTubers yeah, yeah what can I say anyway this guy's called Casey Neistat. No, he's not. Um, no, this guy's called Garth Danks. He's a he's a landscape photographer in the UK, and he was at the Birmingham Photography Show. Oh, that right. we should have went to. We could have got to meet all these no, people. No, but then we wouldn't have went to Islanders. That's also well, true. Went Islanders should have really thought about that, shouldn't they? They did afterwards, and I think bit that late. Was, Con. <laughs> I think that was afterwards something that Th- Thomas had said. Oh. It wasn't. So, we didn't think that it would be on then, and we thought the bank holiday weekend would give people a chance to come over. Of course, and, but hey, you learn from your mistakes. Exactly, and, you know. But um, yeah. So anyway, this guy was at the at the Birmingham Camera Show, and he said he spoke to a Fuji rep about it, mm. and the Fuji person says we know about the problem, we know what's causing it. It's not batteries, it's not memory cards, because a lot of people were thinking it might have been the memory cards. Right. You know, were giving people trouble. So it's not the batteries, it's not the memory cards, but. They know what it is, but obviously they can't say mm. it's this. Mm. Not to, not until they release the firmware. So apparently there is a firmware coming out that's going to fix it. But that's the thing about Fuji, isn't it? They are very good at responding. They are, they are but I mean, I think for, I wouldn't be super totally aware on this one, but I have a feeling there was a long-standing issue with the X-T2 that's still not really quite resolved. Oh, really? Mm. Okay. Because he, he mentioned it in his post, but, um, but so... I don't know. I mean, to, to be honest, to my X-Pro always performed just perfect. Yeah. Uh, but they are very good at, at releasing the old firmware and, yeah. and bringing in new features. Everyone said that. Yeah. So I, I do, they will. They will. A good few people I talked to at, at the conference actually had moved to Fuji as well. Ah. There's a lot of people shooting even Fuji there. So it's interesting to see how, I guess, they're grabbing a bigger market share Yeah. Um, as they, you know, more and more as they release cameras and... Um, one or two photographers I had talked to had said that they love the fact that you can buy the camera and then, you know, four or five months down the line, 
Fuji can release a firmware and it's almost like having a new camera again because uh-huh. they, they give you so many good features and they yeah. do so much with the AF and so on. Yeah, they do. I mean, like the X-Pro is a different camera now than it was whenever I bought it. Yeah. It, it's like, it, it's so much better because I remember whenever I bought the X-Pro 2, um, I was going to get rid of it and buy two X-T2s because mm-hmm. the X-T2 came out and I was like, wow, this autofocus is so much faster. And then they brought out a firmware and Fixed the it. X-Pro was exactly the same as the X-T2 and... They then released a couple of firmwares after that that made the autofocus even better again. Then, of course, they brought out 4K video on the X-Pro. Like, the camera didn't even have 4K video and never superb. came out. And they brought that out. That is amazing, isn't it? So, yeah, they do. They, they definitely do, like, bring out... And then, of course, there's loads of other and it's not like little things it, that you don't free. even really yeah. know or, or need. See or see. Yeah. So, yeah, they are brilliant at the old firmware updates, cool. for sure. All right. So, um, parting words... Um, yes. What was I going to say there now? Parting words, Paul. What was your best bit, just to finish off on Islanders, what was your favourite thing about Islanders this year? My favourite thing? Oh, gosh. That is a hard one, Dave. I would say... Like, I really was impressed by... Like, the Irish contingent were brilliant. They really were impressive. Um, And... The fact that the people who got up there who had never spoken before and how good they were. They'd was, never was spoken really, before? No. Not sin, not, not wow. like since. <laughs> All right, I'll rephrase that for Dave. <laughs> I'm really winding you up. Um, no, who yeah. had never spoken before on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, were really impressive. Like, and It's not easy to get up there and do that. No. Like, it's not easy, so fair play to them for that. I would say probably... Probably the vibe of the conference over the three days um you didn't feel like there was any point that you couldn't talk to a random or right. random oh, stranger good, and yeah. just friendly chat away. yeah it just had a really um homely friendly appeal to it cool and it was probably just so well organized as well you know, dinners were organised for people. That's brilliant. That kept everybody together and didn't yeah. break us up. Like at dinner, at din- lunchtime din- slash dinner time, if dinners weren't arranged in the main hall at Langton's, everybody probably would have went their own way. Yeah. Um, but the fact that we were all in the one room, the suppliers were, at, other suppliers were outside, like folio albums, like pick time and Loxley mm. and stuff, kept everybody in the same sort of brilliant. area. So I think... I think just the vibe of, of everyone who was there, everyone was there for the speakers and they were fully supportive of speakers and it just seemed very positive. And I think probably that's the best, that's one of the best things I could say about it. Um, over very good. three days, yeah. Very good. Yeah. You go back? Oh, definitely. Next year. Awesome. With you. And we'll do more interviews. I'll leave them to you. You're very good at them, Paul. No. We'll have you there as well to... I'll be I'll be on skateboard duty. <laughs> Hurry up! <laughs> Time's running out. Boom! All right. Um, that was great. That was yeah. great. Anyway, big congrats to Nick and, and, Thomas, and Thomas for organising such a yeah. super event. And yeah. um, I'm sure if you go on to like we is it we are Islanders is their Instagram or we are Islanders? Yeah. I think is the website.co and in Islanders. Um, 
is the Instagram. Yeah, we should put a few little links in the um, yeah. in the descriptions just for people to we kind will. of check out and look at people's little stories and all. When's this podcast going out? This podcast will be going out tomorrow. You are amazing. I'm telling you, I'm you've changed. Man. You've changed. New man. It's Islanders underscore IE is the, um, is the is the Instagram. The Instagram. Yeah. Very good, very good. All right. And thanks for talking to me tonight, Dave. It was great. Oh to get man, you thanks for just thanks I'm for glad you're back. Me. You're back. Thanks for including me. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's been great. It's missed you all. We'll hug it out Here, you know what? You know we also need to make an announcement of. We do. We we have a camera that we need to give away. And uh, yeah. Oh, and the clip. it's your D seven fifty. No, we need to give away the prize, the prize. that we, we that we have. That. No, we yeah. haven't done that. I'm aware so, of that. We will uh, we'll do a short. If I'm going to your house tomorrow, we'll do a short. We'll do a short, and we'll make the decision. And we'll just do it as an Instagram story or something. Yeah. So the competition will be tomorrow. So if you listen to this after that, somebody's already won it. Yeah, wasn't you? you. It might be you. Yeah. No, but it mightn't be if you're. uh, Might be the person listening. Could be. Congratulations. Well well done. done. Hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Don't just wash your hands before and after you use it. Just (laughs) don't sniff it. I think, by the way, I think after those few days of Islanders interviews and the people that I interviewed who, who were nice and relaxed in front of Mike. Um, Mike? Who's I think, Mike? I think we're now um, explicit. Who's Mike? My Mike. Oh, the Mike. The Mike. Ah. Oh, yeah. are we explicit? Are we, we going are that now, way? because there's been F and blinds all over I bet you can go place. beep. Oh man, I'll be, doing, it? I'll be doing it all day. There's that many of them. Oh. So I'm going to just give it a these few episodes the explicit tag <clears throat> and say to people be careful what you listen to we should do a little uh, intro at the start this is going to be filthy no, filthy rotten dirty don't let your kids anywhere near this podcast or they'll be going into school effing and like blinding effing and blinding and like they're raised in the gutter <laughs> awesome Dave thanks Emil thanks very much Paul awesome. well done talk to you soon good job everybody bye thanks listeners bye, bye. bye.